You're listening to Creatively Human with honest conversations about what matters to us and how it really feels to build an online business, put our work out into the world, make an impact in our own unique way, and importantly, to get well paid for it. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, business mentor to quietly ambitious humans. Hi, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Creatively Human. Now, I confess I was supposed to release this episode quite a while ago, um, but as you'll know, if you've listened to my sort of update between the seasons, the podcast has kind of fallen down my list of priorities, kind of intentionally. Um, But it was really important for me to put this out there because basically I interviewed 10 guests for season four of my podcast. And for every single guest I interviewed, I, I asked them one extra question that I didn't release in the initial series. And it was the same question for every guest. It was, how do you keep showing up even when things feel hard? Now, it's really, really, really important for me to emphasize the fact that I recorded all of these interviews before the pandemic. So clearly, our definition of what hard looks like has changed this year. Things have been hard in ways that we couldn't have predicted. Everything has been, you know, everything has changed this year. But basically, I wanted to share it anyway, because I think that the tips and advice and words of wisdom are still really, really valid. It was just important for me to make it clear that everyone isn't ignoring the pandemic. It just wasn't a thing when we recorded this. So like I said, I was supposed to release this stuff ages ago. So What I'm going to do is I'm going to briefly introduce each guest and then they're going to share their tips with you on how to keep showing up even when it feels hard. And please let me know what you think about this kind of bonus episode format. It's something new that I tried just for this season and it's definitely something I'll consider doing again. Um, And yeah, I hope it helps because yeah showing up is never easy, let alone in a global pandemic. So yeah, please be kind to yourself when you're listening to this and listening to the advice. And obviously you you have a right to take time off from showing up if you want to. But ultimately, I hope that this gives you some gentle encouragement to keep going, even when it feels a bit tough. First up, we have former corporate lawyer turned small business owner Ingrid Fernandez. And Ingrid was on my podcast in episode 59. And we had just an incredible conversation about grief. It was quite different for this podcast. It was something that she suggested and something that she really believes we need to talk about more. So I would, I honestly, I would recommend that episode if you're in the right space to listen to it. Definitely. Um, And yeah, her advice about showing up is just perfect. It's just really comes down to letting go of the pressure, being kind to yourself and forgetting about all the things we think we should be doing. For me, it's finding the balance between what needs to be done and in inverted commas should be done. Mm. Because I think that There's a lot of pressure on us to always be visible and posting consistently and making sure that we have content in all the places. And what I really think is important is that we're showing up as we are and that may be going through things, that may be um, struggling with feelings or with life events that that we're all going to go through. 
I think the best way you can show up in your business is the best of yourself on a given day. And if that means that you're repurposing a post that you did six months ago, but that's still really relevant for your clients, that's showing up. If it means, you know, putting off a podcast interview or a live that you had planned to do until you're in the right headspace, that's showing up. So you can really be present for people in a way that reflects the experience and the expertise that you want to bring to a space. I think showing up as you are, even if that means showing up less, is better than showing up as you should, in inverted commas, because when you fall into the shoulds, it's not authentic anymore and it's not people don't connect with that. You might think because you're posting every day that people are connecting, but if you're not really there, if your mind is on something else or you're distracted by what you're going through, that will that really comes through Instagram and Facebook and people can read that. So I think throw out all the shoulds and and be as real as you can be on a given day, however however that needs to look and your business will survive. Your your business will survive. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have any thoughts about figuring out what those shoulds are and how how do you distinguish them from the stuff that is really authentically you? For me, what I try to do when I get caught up in shoulds, I think about, so I've done some work on working out who my ideal client is and what they're looking for from me, which is generally legal advice and guidance around what their business should be doing to be legally compliant. So for me, that doesn't mean I need to show up in certain places all the time every day. It doesn't mean that I need to be posting three times a week at this time of day in order to show up on their timeline. What that means for me is that I show up as and when I can, but it's really valuable when I do. So they're actually learning something from the engagement with me. The time that they've spent watching something or reading something I've posted, it's not just for the sake of it. It's informative for their business or it's something they can action or if they're listening to a podcast that I've done you know on someone else's podcast or on my own podcast they're they're taking something away that's useful for them and that's for me cleared out so much stuff Mm -hmm. that I Mm -hmm. I thought I should do and I thought you know people say that I should do what really matters to me is being useful that's one of the key values of my business and I think if you have your business values worked out if you show up in accordance with those, I don't think you can go wrong because they shouldn't include any shoulds. They should be free of shoulds. Yes. And it'll it'll be very much what matters to you and what the people who are engaging with you are looking for from you. And it, it really just clears away a lot of the noise. Thank you. You're definitely speaking my language. I just love that Ingrid approaches this from a place of kindness and self-compassion. And I think that is so important now more than ever because it is not easy to be productive all the time when there's a pandemic happening and next up I'm going to share the clip from Imogen Roy and Imogen was on the podcast in episode 65 and we were actually talking about going through burnout and prioritizing your energy and your body and feeling good in the way you work. So actually, if you are having trouble showing up or if you're feeling a bit burnt out with what you're doing, I would highly, highly recommend listening to that episode. I've had such incredible feedback about it and it's just a really, really good one if you want to think differently about what hard work 
means and what hard work leads to. Um, But yeah, here is Imogen's tip about showing up even when it gets hard, which is about having a process and, you know, having a vision that keeps you going, but also seeing yourself as something that needs taking care of among all of that. When I'm able to show up and do the work when it gets hard, it's because I've put in place a process rather than just a goal. So for me, a goal is pointless without a process. And the process can be something stupidly simple, like a habit or a, a box you check every day on a list to say you've done it. Or it can be something much more complicated, like a company and hiring people and working towards something together. And a process is flexible, but it's also leading towards a vision. When we try and run off motivation alone, we won't, we won't get there. Motivation can push you, but it's the vision that pulls you. And it's also, for me, it's about compassion. It's about seeing myself as an organic being moving on the same plane as the animals and plants around us and forgiving myself for the fact that I don't have 24 seven motivation and that this is a journey which will often be longer than the one we expected, but it's still a beautiful journey. Oh, I just love what Imogen said at the end there. Okay, so next up, we're hearing from Gemma Andrew Adiyama, who was originally interviewed in episode 63 of the podcast, where we talked about all those kind of self-limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome, positive self-talk, developing a positive mindset, and all that juicy stuff that goes behind the scenes of running a successful business. And what she had to say about showing up was really a lot about the why of what you do. And she was talking about it in general, but I also wanted to add in that this is something I found is really especially important when you are selling something, which for most of us business owners is a lot of the time, because there's something about when there's money involved and when you're asking people to buy your thing, when you're sharing your thing, I should say, with those with your people, things can come up about what they get out of it, how good it is. You can really tie it up with your self-worth. And I find that going back to that why can really, really make all the difference when it comes to showing up and selling in a launch or with a new product, whatever it is. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, And yeah, I'll leave you with Gemma's wise words about connecting to that why. I think for me, it always comes back to my belief and my passion. I love what I do. So even though it may be hard or feel hard or difficult and be uncomfortable at times, going back to my passion, going back to my why um, keeps me motivated and keeps me feeling inspired. Mm, mm. And what is your why? My why, I just want to empower as many women as possible to create space for themselves, to know that they are worthy, that they deserve happiness and and that it's that anything is possible, you know. Um, I have a deep passion to help women to, especially um, mums from being a mum myself, um, and life 
gets you know gets in the way of stuff kids get in the way of stuff and you can feel stagnant and you can feel like you there's no room for you but there is and I want to make that happen I love hearing about Gemma's why I love hearing about everyone's why so I think that her advice is just so great because you know when it really matters to us it is so much easier to show up and talk about it Okay, next up, we are hearing from Vicky Schilling. Now, Vicky was on episode 61 of the podcast, and we were talking a lot about that kind of fear of judgment from other people, which I know is a thing that comes up for a lot of us. So definitely go back and listen to that one if you didn't listen to it at the time. Her advice about showing up is something that I bang on about to all of my clients, and it's so simple, and it's also so incredibly hard. And that is to trust that what you're putting out there matters to people and what you're putting out there will be seen by the right people. Um, yeah, and I'll let Vicky go into it because she explains it so well. So for me, this goes back to the trusting thing. It You have to trust that people are seeing your work and benefiting from your work, even when they're not validating you externally. And I work with it a lot with clients that say oh, I'm not getting the likes or they're not sharing or they're not doing this or no one replied to my email and I have to keep reiterating we've got to get we've got to be happy internally we've got to tune into that inner mentor and just go I'm just doing the right thing I'm putting out what needs to be said right now and the right person will um receive it and and feeling fulfilled in ourselves rather than needing um to to see it externally so for me showing up is simply just knowing the right people are going to receive what what I am sharing when they need when they need to see it and do you have anything you do that helps you really connect with that trust when it feels hard it sounds cliche but so much of it goes to um goes back to meditation and mindfulness and actually the lovely meditation that Tara Moore shares as part of playing big her inner mentor meditation going back to tapping into just stop with the mind stop with the chatter stop with the external pressure and likes and follows and did they reply and all of that and just go what does the inner mentor here think? What does me in 10 years time who absolutely knows she's got this, what would she be doing? What, how would she be be reacting right now? Um, and what would she be getting hung up on? You know, is this really going to be important in 10 years time? No, then just let it go. Know that it's all part of the process. Um, and yeah, really, really tuning in with that rather than getting distracted by everything else that the world is putting into our busy minds. And I also highly recommend that inner mental visualization that Vicky brought up. So I will link to that in the show notes. Okay, next we are hearing from Jane Lindsay. Jane was on episode 55 of the podcast where we talked about all things woo and business. It was a really fun episode. And I love the fact that in answering my question to her about how do we keep showing up when things are hard she really talked about feelings and specifically how she gets into the feeling of flow um i actually chose flow as my word of the year last year because i know just how magical it is to get into that state of flow and how like jane says time really feels like it expands when we're in that state I have in my head that wonderful flow where everything goes right and it is almost as though a path is rolling out ahead of you. And when that is not happening, 
I I see that specifically. I visualize that idea of standing there and actually a path growing from my feet out in a kind of a wiggly line through meadows. And I know that it is that feeling of flow that I need to get back to. Um, so I really concentrate on lightening up and letting things happen and actually getting to work. So would you say you prioritise the feeling of flow? Yes. Instead of trying to just keep going with what you're already trying to do? Yes. Yes. So I would, I need to get back to a feeling rather than a to-do list. Um, and that might be walking. It might be putting on lots of music. It, it could be anything, but what it can't be is having things feel like hard work. Um because it's all about the feeling for me. If if I'm feeling that things are going well, I can accomplish anything and time expands. If I feel that things are really drudgy, then I can't do anything. So I need to get back to the feeling and then the work will flow. Next, we are hearing from coach and wedding celebrant Holly June Smith. Now, Holly and I originally spoke for the podcast in episode 54, We talked all about the different ways in which she and I have felt uncomfortable and stretched our comfort zones and really come to the kind of conclusion that being uncomfortable is a part of our business journey. So definitely have a listen to that if you missed it first time around. Now, the fabulous thing about Holly is that she shows up so brilliantly as herself in all her varied and unique ways on Instagram and specifically Instagram stories and by the way totally recommend following her Um, and the advice she's giving us here is basically to take some of the pressure off in terms of what content you're producing and just be okay with kind of talking about what's going on at the moment not having to come up with something you know incredibly wise or your best piece of content ever just share a bit about what's going on in your life and people really really resonate with that as a mum of two kids and two businesses then you know there's always different reasons why things are hard so sometimes it's just that the workload is big so there isn't really time to keep being so visible online sometimes it's sleep deprivation which I'm basically always dealing with uh, because my my youngest is a terrible sleeper Um, and then sometimes it's just, you have that wobble, right? You have that cycle of just, and I don't necessarily mean like menstrual cycle, but you just go through phases of feeling like it's more difficult. I think one thing that's happened to me recently that was really interesting was I did a post on Instagram. It was a random selfie. It was just a little update of things that I was working on, um, things I was looking forward to, how my sourdough starter is going, Uh, what was going on with the kids it was just a bit of a brain dump of like behind the scenes and I just bashed it out in a few minutes before I jumped on a call with a client and then I was really really shocked in terms of how well this post did in terms of um, you know reach and also how many likes it got but also how much it resonated with people people were saying oh it's really nice to know what you've been up to in lots of different areas rather than specific posts and I'm really happy to say that it's inspired other people to do the same, just to have a little bit of a like, you know, quick photo and this is what's going on in my life. And people do like to see the behind the scenes of your business and the person behind the brand and how you experience highs and lows and 
the everyday bits. I refuse to say the boring bits. I call the boring bits the everyday bits. And um, so that's the something that, yeah, I think if people are feeling like it's difficult to show up, just be honest about it and just, you know, talk about some stuff that's going on for you. I think especially when you use Instagram for your business, it feels like everything you do has to be related to work. And it's absolutely fine to sometimes do something a little bit different. Next, we have some really short and sweet advice from Hira Samir Ahmed. And when we originally spoke for the podcast, it was back in episode 52, we were talking about all things creativity and the kind of courage and um, what's the word? Commitment it takes to show up creatively in your life and in your work and she is someone who is totally a multi-passionate creative person and she shares many different sides of her in the way she shows up online and grows her business and I just think what she has to say is so so true and it's something that we can't be reminded of enough like I said short and sweet from Hera I think it is about showing up, especially when it is hard, because it is easier when you are in a state of flow, but it all comes down to trusting yourself and believing that what you have to say is important, your story is important, and um, the world needs to hear it. And I massively, massively agree with Hera. The world absolutely needs to hear what you have to say. I go through this myself where I think you know it's all been said before or who am I to talk about this or like everyone else says it better than me but we all have a unique and valid way of showing up and sharing the thing that we're meant to do so yes the world absolutely needs to hear it from you okay next up we have Danielle Brooker she was interviewed on episode 67 of the podcast we were talking about all things joy in life and business and it's really interesting actually that she takes that kind of connecting to your why thing that we've already talked about this episode and she's really emphasizing here the importance of feeling it you know not just thinking it through but really feeling it in your body and I totally get where she is coming from For me, the thing that really fuels me to keep going even after like a huge knockback is tapping back into why am I here in the first place? Like why did I even start this? Why am I doing it? And what does it mean to me to, to, you know, even if it's as simple as like writing a blog post that didn't get any attention or something like through to like failed, you know, quote quote unquote failed launches, just kind of refueling by tapping back into, all right, well, why am I here? What am I creating? Why am I creating this in the first place? And is there anything practical you do to tap into that? So I feel like I revisit that, um, you know, often, you know, once a year, once every few months, once every few years, like whatever that looks like for you, literally sitting down and and literally with a pen and paper and asking myself, like, what am I doing and why am I doing it? Um, you know, for me getting clear on, like, I think because so much of that happens inside our heads. So being able to actually put it into language and words starts to make you um, associate with it. Because when we're just like, la, la, la in our heads, it's kind of, we don't have to literally integrate that into our bodies and feel feel it. Um, if you've ever had that experience of um, someone asking you, a, you know, a, like a question about 
oh, what's your business all about? Why do you do it? And suddenly you find yourself just going, like that feeling that comes up, it's almost creating those opportunities for yourself. Um, For me, like a practical thing that has really supported me is having, I have um, an accountability buddy that I check in with really regularly, almost weekly. I have a beautiful mastermind group, like just having those opportunities to get asked, why are you doing this again? Like, Mm -hmm. and actually having to answer it out loud or sit with your journal journal and your, um, you know, answer it to yourself. So for me, it's all feelings based. Like it's, it's allowing yourself to, you know, I, I feel like sometimes we can take business really seriously. And so to keep showing up, even when it's hard, like those hard days are almost like when we're getting too serious, like we're getting too in our heads and too like, Oh, I just listened to a podcast and it told me I needed five goals this month and I haven't achieved them. You know, for me, that's really a process of when you, you're in your head, you're being very analytical. And while sometimes that's valuable, it, it's it's starting to recognize, okay, I'm, this is really tough today. How could I connect back in with my heart? How could I connect back into, you know, that's kind of why I led with that mission or why piece, because that puts you back into your feelings, that puts you back into your, your body. So for me, it's kind of, if I'm having a particularly hard day, either it's like completely taking a break um, from business and trusting that that's really healthy and valuable, or it's like just sitting with that feeling, like actually allowing the thoughts to be like, oh, why, why is this so hard? Oh, it's because I'm feeling really like a bit of a fake right now and I'm feeling like I'm going to be rejected and then that would mean I can't do my business and that would mean I'm not successful. And then follow that thought, follow that feeling into, oh, well, why does it feel so crappy? Well, it feels so crappy because I really want this. It feels so crappy because I really want to make the difference. Like it feels crap, you know, and then that kind of flips you. Like that can take you onto that journey into, oh, I do want to make the difference and like, oh, well, it's worth it. Like, of course I'm going to show up tomorrow because then I get to like work with these incredible clients or, you know, write this piece of content that's really going to tap into someone's heart. So I think you can take yourself on that journey it has to come from your feelings. Though. Like you have to allow yourself to feel it. So instead of pushing away the hard and kind of numbing it and like, you know, allowing the stress to take over, actually be like, recognize it, acknowledge it. Because if you're not acknowledging it, you're not allowing it in. And then you can't feel all the other stuff and get all excited again. I am totally here for feeling our feelings in life and business. Okay, so next up, we are going to hear from Ellie Trier. Now, Ellie was interviewed on the podcast for episode 57. We talked about a different way of doing business, one that is more people-focused, community-centered, and just, yeah, leaving behind those icky sort of numbers-based marketing tactics. Um, And what she says here about showing up, I just bloody love it. She says she can't not show up because of who she is and how she loves doing what she's doing. She also really touches upon that kind of mental health issue of like how actually showing up for our own businesses sometimes isn't really a choice when it's the only way in which we can work, which I think is so important to talk about. I can't not, personally. I am completely obsessed with what I do. I love it. It makes me happy. It's where my joy comes from. It's all tangled up with my my socialising. Um, I'm not very good at making a distinction between business people and friend people. They all just kind of smoosh in together, it's like the kindred spirit stuff. Um, so it's, yeah, 
it for me it's that passion that drives it it's the fact that I love this it's also the fact that I can't do anything else other than run some kind of business like I have a myriad health and mental health issues which means that I can't function in normal society uh, as a as a good employee so that's another part of it and also I have really worked very very hard to hone my doing things terrified muscle (laughs) so I just keep doing the things. I have a mantra, which is not mine. I stole it from Susie Ashworth, who is a fabulous coach. And she says, faith plus action equals miracles. And that just keeps me going. If I believe in myself, if I do the work that I need to do, then the good stuff will happen. And I don't need to be responsible for that. Oh, I am such a fan of Ellie's philosophy of business. Definitely recommend you listen to the interview we did earlier this season. Okay, so we've got one more person left and that is Josephine Brooks. She originally came on the podcast to talk about simplicity and the power of doing less in business, which I am all here for, of course. And in her advice about showing up, she really talked about the importance of a support network. And I just, I can't emphasize enough how much difference it makes to me having the support of others. Now, obviously, I'm all about kind of personal responsibility. I know that it's up to me to do the work, but just having people around me who I trust and I can share the kind of messy feelings of running a business is massive. So I really, really recommend you get some support in place. And also for me, actually, it's been a bit of a process of learning how to be supported. Um, I think a lot of us have been used to like figuring everything out ourselves and we feel like that's the way we should do it, but we don't need to be on our own when it comes to running a business um so yeah i will let josephine share her words of wisdom there's more to it than just having a routine if only that was the answer um so my answer is my support network Mm. i think Mm -hmm. there's a couple of people who i'm just constantly sending voice notes to who are are business owners as well i think everyone needs those people who you can just send a message to and say I'm really struggling this week or what if it doesn't sell or you know all of those kind of questions um and worries because they're always going to come back and and give you that reality check and say it's okay if you want to push the date back or you'll be fine you're just really getting into your own head about this Mm -hmm. and they just really help you to yeah get out of your own head because I think a lot of us particularly when we're working on our own from home, it's so easy to wind yourself up and overthink things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the other thing that is just fascinating me more and more, the more I work with people around planning and productivity, making things happen is the, is the emotional side of it. And something that's really, really worked for me. And again, this is a personal thing. You've totally got to work out what works for you, but I'm a questioner on Gretchen Rubin's uh, four tendencies and I think partly it's it's linked to that but I love understanding what is going on in my brain so if I can think to myself I really don't want to do this but I can I can I guess it's a self-awareness that I understand that I don't want to do this because it's outside of my comfort zone and my brain is trying to do anything that will stop me from doing that new crazy thing but if I can consciously be aware of that I can kind of say 
I, I get it. I get why I'm freaking out. But actually, my brain is really overreacting here because it's trying to keep me safe from this threat. But the threat isn't life threatening here. It's just a little bit scary. And with that sort of knowledge, I can, you know, not push myself, but gently kind of it's not as big of a threat as my brain thinks it is. And I can work past it a little bit. Um, and I think similar with with money as well, because Oh, we all have so much baggage around money, yeah. <laughs> but I've done a lot of work around understanding where that's come from and what my money stories are so that when I feel really horrible sending an email that even just says how you can work with me this year, <laughs> I kind of have to remind myself. So this is what's going on. Um, you know, I grew up in a household where you weren't allowed to make money for anything creative and everything had to be hard work. And so that's the story I'm telling myself. And how dare I, you know. So, yeah, I guess it's a few things on the very basic level. It's routine, getting that routine embedded to help make the decision making process easier about what am I going to do this week? How am I going to show up? Um, but then when anything gets a little bit more scary, it's really my support network that helped me so much and understanding what's going on in my mind. I read a really good book recently. It's called The Source. I can't remember who it's by, but I'll, I can send you the link. Mm -hmm. um, but it's um, it, it's kind of talking about manifesting, but it's totally scientific and it's got all the science to back up. It's even got like mm. diagrams of the brain and how it all works and what areas of your brain you're using. It's fascinating. So, yeah, if you're a questioner, if anyone's a questioner, I'm a questioner. like <laughs> me, and you kind of want to understand what's going on in your brain, it's a really, really good book to kind of help you um yeah, kind of take control a bit of your mindset rather than letting the fear take the take the wheel. Oh, it has been really, really lovely for me to listen back to all these clips that were basically recorded, I think, right at the beginning of 2020, before we knew what a year 2020 was going to be. Um, so like I said at the beginning, we recorded all of these before the whole pandemic, before we knew what was coming before lockdowns and difficult situations and all of that, which just makes the whole showing up thing even more of a thing that we need to talk about and that we need to manage and just like listening to what we need, listening to how we feel and building a business that works alongside that, not, not at odds with it, but alongside what we really need in our life. So yeah, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I hope that you've gotten some really juicy nuggets of wisdom from it I hope it has encouraged you in some way because ultimately one of the things actually that I see myself helping people with the most is really just to keep going to have a rest and to get back up and keep going again when things don't go your way or when it just feels hard and tiring and just to like keep doing that work keep doing that journaling keep talking to people about it and figuring out a way in which this does get to be sustainable for you building that business around who you are as a person what you need and ultimately what matters to you in life and how you really want to be living your life so yeah and that is a massive massive part of the way I support my clients and if you are interested in working together one-to-one -to -one, have a look at my website it's ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash mentoring I would absolutely love to work with you on this okay so there will be another podcast episode soon I really hope you enjoyed this one and thank you so much for listening thank you so much for listening to another episode of creatively human 
If you have a moment, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast. It really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation or ask a question for a future Q&A episode, there are three ways to connect with me. On the Facebook group, on Instagram, at Ruth Poundwhite, or my personal favourite, my behind-the-scenes newsletter. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe. And keep doing what you're doing, because your work really does matter.